0: Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks and I'm Jen oneill Smith and this is a podcast about all of the dumb things that people will do for love.
1: So welcome to episode 88. 88
0: and feeling great. I do feel great. Do you feel great? Um, I do because you know why? When why? this is playing? We're on a little vacation. Yeah, we sure are. Yes, <laughs> Sally and I are taking a little breaky poo. It's because it's uh, we have a little <laughs> President's Day, and so our kids have uh, off. We're taking separate trips. Yes. Because it's Ma- it's Max's birthday, so you're taking a birthday trip for Max. Yep. And I am on uh, – we're attaching a, wor- a work trip for my husband um, to a little vacation time, and we should be, as we speak, in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Jen.
1: <laughs> are we jinxing? Or I
0: mean are- – I'm jinxing. But you know what? I'm, I refuse to be a slave to this jinx anymore. You know, <laughs> okay.
1: if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, I already looked at the weather. It's going to rain every single fucking day. We're already jinxed. Oh, yeah. I looked at the weather because we're going to the mountains and it's uh, it's going to be like 21 degrees. I think it's going <laughs> to snow where you are. Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I kind of hope so. It's 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 our – like Max really wants to see the snow, so it'd be nice. I mean, we just – you know, I think like everybody, we just want to get the fuck out of our house. So yeah. I don't care if it rains or – I mean, I, I hope – I wish that you were having better weather, but yeah. I just want to be somewhere not my house. Exactly. And you know what? I feel
0: like, you know, it's like facing Freddy Krueger and you have to scream in his face like, I'm not afraid of him. And that's where he goes away until the next uh, series. But I feel like that's what we have to do with this this curse. Just be like, listen, curse. We're,
1: we're not afraid th- of This whole you. fucking year has
0: been cursed. And if you think you curse <laughs> me anymore – you got another thing coming <laughs> I'm not fucking afraid of you so I think that's how we should approach, approach this little trip. okay Okay. Well, let's see what happens let's see let's what, see what happens we're really- I hope we're both still alive
1: <laughs> we're really rolling the dice you guys already here Jen yelling in the face of the curse I'm feeling dragged Fuck along you, <laughs> uh, um, I feel like she just ran into the house when the monster is there but you know yeah and I screamed right into it that I didn't believe in it Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see we'll see what happens okay um but so our our point is that this episode is you might have noticed when you downloaded it that it's a little shorter because you know we didn't want to give you nothing while we're gone but also we don't have time to give you everything so you're getting a quickie Episode Quickie episode. Because you guys probably have stuff to do too. Yeah. You're busy. You're probably on
0: your vacation. You don't have time to listen to us.
1: Yeah. So we're just going to give you uh, a couple quickies and then uh, see you later and then we'll be back next week with a full episode. Yes. All right. Uh, so let's get into those quickies. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, Jen. Hey, Sally. You know how you hate birds? Yeah. But then, but then, like we found out that you don't hate penguins. I don't hate penguins, and you know who I
0: don't hate. I don't hate that uh, magpie from the story that we did about the magpie, which, which also, by the way, the movie yeah, just came out.
1: That's right. It's on Netflix, right? Yes, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet because I don't want to cry
0: right, right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you guys, if you guys don't remember, uh, Jen did a great love story about the magpie was named Penguin. Oh, the magpie named Penguin and the woman named Sam. And and it was beautiful and inspiring. And uh, Penguin she-
0: Bloom. So um oh, it, right, it's Boy. about the blooms. And the yes. name of the
1: the movie is called Penguin Bloom. Okay. So go like go listen to the Jen's story. Uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll feel inspired. And then I think that she wrote a book, and then this movie has been made. Her husband based made a on- photo book. Okay. Um, documenting I had, everything. Yeah. I had all those details wrong. But That's okay. I do remember it. I remember the it pictures were story. amazing. It was your story. It was mine. Yeah, but I do, I do listen sometimes. But yeah, so now it's a movie starring <laughs> Naomi Watts. Watts. Yeah. On Netflix. I think mm-hmm. because Jen told the story. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, it was all me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, go watch that. That's awesome. But so, okay, so you like magpies. And now I'm going to see if I can get you to like storks. Because that's what my story that's today is That's where the babies come from. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You know. Okay. So I got my information from Wikipedia, an article in travel and leisure, and an article in mental floss. So Stepan Vokic, who is a custodian in Croatia, found a female stork with an injured wing while he was out fishing. And this was in 1993. And he said it appeared that she had been shot by hunters in, in her wing. Yeah. And she could no longer fly. So he took her in. And he he soon discovered, as he's taking care of her, that each year at the same time, the stork who he named Milena would get this special visitor, a male stork who he calls Klepeton. And Klepeton flies all the way from South Africa every year to be with Milena. And He said that they Klepetan wears a tracking ring, so they know that when he's not with Melina, he's living near Cape Town, which is actually over – it takes a month to fly from South Africa to Croatia every year. Wow. During the winters, Melina the bird and Stepan the custodian spend – he says he spent the winters inside watching stork documentaries. And then when spring comes, he builds a nest for her that can house her and her baby storks. And every year he completes it, has a nest cover to protect her, her babies because she can't spread her wings anymore, which is how storks keep their babies sheltered from rain. Mm-hmm. And then after he's built this nest, Clepiton, the male Stork comes and arrives to keep her company. So he has been there every year since 1993. And he spends two months with her until young the young Storks are ready to fly back to Africa. And then he returns with the babies back to Africa he, when wow. they're ready to fly. And Stefan said that it's actually very hard for Milena when he's about to leave. He said... She won't eat and then the poor thing hides and it's almost as if she's saying to him like, go, go, I can't go. And he said their bond is unbelievable. And as you can imagine, this story of the two storks has become very popular in Croatia. And there was actually a documentary made about them in 2017. They've become like part of the tourism boards. There are cartoons of them. But then in 2018, there was this big kerfuffle in the stork news with the stork news Uh Clepeton was late flying back from south africa and another stork swooped in and was trying to mate with melena so when cleviton arrived he saw this other male in his nest and the two birds fought and Clepeton won and kicked (gasps) him out oh yeah and then in 2019 this other stork showed up for a few days they thought it was Clepeton. But it wasn't because he was only there for a few days and then he left. And everybody was like, this is not – that wasn't Klepiton. He stays for a month. And some started to worry that he had died of old age because, you know, as Stepan said, like, that's the law of nature. Like, I noticed him being very tired last year. This is, you know – Birds are gonna die. He didn't really basically. put any effort into it, right? It was like, <laughs> he was like, "Hey, I'm back." She was like, "Great," <laughs> uh, but to everyone's amazement, he did come. He was just late in 2019, and there was news that he had returned again in April of 2020. And together, the pair have had 66 chicks together. Aww, sixty-six. And I know they've been described as Croatia's most unusual love story. Aww. Yeah. That's
0: a sweet little bird quickie.
1: That's a sweet little bird quickie just for you. So, what do you think? Storks? Are they on your list? You know, as long as they just don't come at me (laughs) with their
0: beaks,
1: come at me, birds. Claws. I'm fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just, I think it's like when I was a kid, I remember like picking up a baby bird that like had fallen out of, looked like it needed help or whatever, and then the, uh-huh. the bird, like, clamped its beak on my finger, and I couldn't uh-huh. get it off, and I was, like, <laughs> flailing around, screaming and crying and trying to get this bird off me, uh-huh. and so that's why I think, like, I'm scared of birds. I think <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll, that'll <laughs> yeah. We used to feed ducks. Um, there was, like, a pond near our house. We used to walk up and feed the ducks all the time, and, like, uh-huh. every once in a while, a duck would just go ape shit.
1: Yeah, out of nowhere. Geese Geese are terrifying.
0: So I just don't trust them. It's like cats. Sorry, cat lovers. (laughs) I agree. Cats freak me (laughs) out a bit. Sure do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, as long as birds just mind their own business, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right, what you got? Um, all right, okay. So your quickie was nice and sweet and lovely, and my mm-hmm. quickie is about a real stupid fucking couple. Okay, a real awesome. stupid couple.
1: All I don't right.
0: know if you have heard about this yet or not, but this um, is from an article in the Guardian, but it's really all over the news. By this one, this article is written by Leyland Secco. Late this January, three planes landed on an airstrip in a remote community in northern Canada. It's a town called Beaver Creek, which is a tiny settlement of about 100 people who have been prioritized to receive the the coronavirus vaccine because of its older population, and many of which um, belong to the White River First Nation. Um, So two of the planes carried members of a mobile team from the Yukon's health department, and they were there to give the COVID-19 vaccines. And then the third plane was a Bush plane, which they were not expecting to arrive. And on board were millionaire casino executive Rod Baker and his wife, who is an actor, Katerina Baker, Mm -hmm. who broke quarantine and flew over to Beaver Creek on their private plane mm-hmm. to pretend to be local townspeople and
1: get the vaccine. Have you heard about it? I us? mean, no, I haven't heard that, but also it's like in a town of a hundred people, you yeah. can be like, oh hey Bob, how was I was fishing today? <laughs> like, wait, yeah. You just came in on the bush plane. <laughs>
0: So it's like the, when their chartered plane touched down in Beaver Creek, Bakers told airport staff that they were heading north to Dawson City but had been forced by fog to land. So they made this whole story up about how that they, they just were forced to land there. Uh-huh. Like, oh, we're not trying to be here. We just have to. But then when they showed up into the town, they kept telling people different stories. Um, they pretended to be local motel employees. And they were able to get the vaccine. So what's fucked up is that not only you so they were able to sneak in, break quarantine, fly in on their private fucking plane, and then take two vaccines that were meant for somebody else. Yeah. But they also are putting all these people's um, – because this town has been very remote and very careful about COVID. And now you're bringing two outside people in to this small, remote town and has a lot of elderly people Right. And and so this guy, so Rod Baker, just to let you know who he is, he was the head of a great Canadian gaming corporation, which runs racetracks and casinos across the country. And apparently he made a profit of forty five million dollars over the last thirteen months during COVID. And his wife, uh, her name's Ekaterina, and she is um, an actress and she's been in a number of films, including the movie Chick Fight that just came out. Janet Vandermeer, who's the woman that spent months organizing the um, group vaccination. When she found out about what happened, she went home and cried. She said, I felt as if I had let my community down. The mental toll that these people put on me and my family, making me feel like I did something wrong that's not acceptable. It's something I'm grappling with. She's furious to think that before receiving their own vaccinations, the bakers would have seen both her and her mother who is in palliative care and moves with a walker, as well as another 88-year-old be Creek resident waiting in line for the vaccine, she said, you'd think at that point one of them would say, okay, honey, let's get back to our chartered plane. But no, they went past all of those people and
1: got the vaccine. The selfish ass motherfuckers. I feel like there had to be some kind of collusion between them and the people who were flying the vaccine there, right? Like, how else would they know it was there? How else would they get through the <sighs> line? Well, they
0: probably they probably heard from someone in the town that yeah. this vaccination was coming, and then they they hatched this plan. But they were apparently fined two thousand three hundred Canadian dollars, which is eighteen hundred U.S. dollars, for violating Yukon Civil Emergency Measures Act.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: but community leaders are arguing that the penalty should be that that penalty is insignificant. To them because they're so wealthy, right? Um, and he was—he actually quit his job as a casino executive on Sunday because I guess from the disgrace of what they have done. Good, but yeah, apparently, Yukon Community Service Minister announced on Wednesday that the couple's tickets have been stayed and they have been served with notice to appear in court. And if convicted, they could serve up to six
1: months in jail. So yeah, I have that's a they fucking too. That's just like the most disgusting story, isn't it's, it? Yes. It's it's just like the, the audacity of those wealthy people. It's like you have the means to stay safe. You have the means to like probably get a back. I mean, it's not that long. It's not going to be that much longer. And the fact that you flew to this tiny town who's like, this is like their saving grace, like the getting this vaccine, like because if it was if if COVID came into their community, it would wipe it out. Yeah. You motherfuckers. And it's like you're
0: truly planning and scheming and plotting and putting and thinking that your lives are more important. That there And then there's going to be a couple of people that are not going to get the vaccine because right. of you. It's not like
1: they bring extra doses. It's like there's just like spares sitting around.
0: Yeah, like we're Man. all sitting here waiting our turn. A group one, A one, B one, C whatever. You yeah. know, we're, none of us are sitting here trying to sneak into Publix and pretend to be an octogenarian to get our vaccine. Just wait your fucking turn. It's just so, oh, it's so disgusting to me. Yeah, I, hope I mean, and I to jail. I really truly do.
1: I hope so too. And if that happened here, people probably be like, oh, good for them. We don't know, you know. But I love. In Canada, they're taking COVID seriously. These yeah. nice people, and that these people will probably be, you know, actually shamed and have to pay penance for their actions. So, yeah. um So, go get them, Canada. Go get them, Canada. We love yeah. you, Canada. I want to go to you. I want to <laughs> go to you. <laughs> so bad. Well, that's a good quickie. That was a good um, one. And um, and fuck those people. Yeah. Okay, should we do something dumb and something we love? Let's do it. You go first. Okay. Something dumb is... (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, You don't have to say something's dumb. Okay. You can just say those people. (laughs) Something dumb is those people in your story. Yes. Um, I don't like them. I don't like them. And I don't like that. I don't like it. So I'm going to say they're dumb. I also couldn't think of anything else because it's like two minutes after we recorded our last episode. Um, But I do have something I love and that I want to share with everybody. So my... Like childhood friend. I used to babysit her. Uh, Her name's Stacy Sells. And she does this delightful thing on Instagram that I want everybody to go see. Um, She does these dress up challenges and with another improviser. And they just dress up like Like this week they're doing Freaks and Geeks and they'll dress up like all the characters and Freaks and Geeks and they do such a good job. I know it sounds silly, but it's so, it's so good. It's so delightful. So go, I want everybody to look it up. Her Instagram handle is Stacy, S-T-A-C-I-E, Sells, S-E-L-L-S, River, R-I-V-E-R, and um, and she also has a podcast which is delightful, and it is called "What Would Mom Do?" podcast, where they, she, and um, and her co host watch a movie, and then they talk about like the mom in the movie from like now their moms and the mom's perspective, and it's very funny. So if you like movies and if That's you like awesome. funny I stuff. Yeah, they're just like basically like, did the mom make the right choice? Would we make that same choice? And it's just it's just funny. And it's like a good banter. So if you like movies, you like funny women. I definitely recommend that. And um, and yeah. So what's your thing? I love that. uh, Also, I love her because she
0: um, just messaged us and said, Jen, drink all the wine. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) Thank you, Stacey. Um, uh, Also, uh, that sounds, the podcast sounds so fun. I can't wait to check it out. My something dumb and something we love. I don't know. It's hard to say what's dumb anymore. I mean,
1: (laughs) right? It's like, I don't know. I mean,
0: Uh, Hopefully the curse is dumb and we're all having a great time on our trips. Yeah. but something that I love is I have been meaning to talk mention this organization for a while, and I keep forgetting. But I just looked down and it popped up on my screen. It's, have you heard of Free ninety nine Fridge? Yeah. Here in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. So it's this really great um, organization here in Atlanta that has all of these community fridges all around town. They're also calling them solidarity fridges, uh, yeah. which are just like functioning fridges that are donated and they're left outside of local businesses and inside are fresh fruits and vegetables and food to fight hunger. But also it's great for preventing food waste because people are donating their food, leftover food to the fridges. So what you can do is you could either um, donate your fridge. You could also donate what they call the plug, a place to house the fridge. So if you have a business or or something or a place to host the refrigerator, you can donate that. Um, Then you could also donate money so that they go and they buy groceries every every week, every day. I think that at this point they're shopping like every day because the fridges are Constantly full, which is amazing. Or you can donate the food and the produce and or your time. So there's many ways that they're calling this they're, it's not a charity, they're calling it a mutual aid. Yeah. Which is
1: um, yeah. And this I did is, find the name of the woman who founded it, and her name is Letitia Springer. Letitia Springer, yeah. It's yeah. so smart. And um she's so smart that, and just such a simple idea, but it's like yeah, put food in the communities where people can access it and it you don't have to go through any, like there's no red tape. It's just there for anyone to take. And it's, it, I just think it's such a beautiful idea. Yeah, so even if you just
0: are listening and you live in Canada, say, and you want to um, donate, you can just Venmo to at free 99 fridge. It sends money directly to Letitia and then they organize getting all the food and getting in, into the mouths of people that need it. And so I just think it's such a great mutual aid organization.
1: Yeah. 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 And you can so. find, if you go to free, I just looked this up. So if you go to free99fridge.com, you can find all the locations if you um, if you are looking for food or looking to donate. Either way. Yeah. 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 That's a great one, Jen. I, have, I keep seeing that and I keep meaning to send a donation. So I'm going to do that right now. Do it. I'm going to do it. all right all right you guys that was your quickie episode i hope you enjoyed it and uh and we'll see you next week uh in the meantime you should send us an email dumblovepod at gmail.com you can look on our instagram our facebook our twitter our our uh tiktok we're tiktokin um it's all at dumblovepodcast sally uh, made me do it (laughs) i should get a
0: t-shirt that says sally made me tiktok
1: (laughs) I did, I made her tick and talk. So <laughs> But yeah, thank you guys and uh, and get in touch, you know? Yeah, we dumb love you so much and I
0: get out there this president's day and do something dumb for love.